Phil Roth, Phil, good morning, and that's just a wonderful song, and we've had the opportunity to talk <clears> to the great Bob McCarthy this morning about John Sattler. Buzz, you would have reported on Sattler. You would have known him well. Your thoughts, mate? Oh, yeah, a, a terribly sad loss to Rugby League. And good morning, guys. Um, a, a great player, and you know what? I, I think because we all talk about the broken jaw mm. in the 1970 grand final, Everyone talks about his toughness, but I, I don't think he's been, he's always recognised enough for his, his ability as a, as a football player, the skill he had. and the Captain Australia, yard. Buzz. Yeah, I know, mm. I know. But yeah. as soon as you mention John Sattler's name, it's always about the broken jaw and not his ability as a South Sydney rugby league front rower mm. and Australia. And um, it came from the bull shop near Newcastle, Curry Curry, Cessnock, that area. And, uh, yeah, I thought South did really well last night, honouring the great man, and um, it shows what sort of club South, you, you know, is. And well done, Blake Soley and his team there. It was a beautiful night, wasn't it, a, a, a buzz when you think back and Scott being on the field in the huddle and, and George being out there and the 13-minute yeah. applause. It was just, I don't know, it just got to me last night a little bit and I was quite yeah, emotionally and a little bit upset and it was just beautifully done. And I said earlier too, Buzz, that, you know, every club does great, a great job in these times when we're all sad, but there's just something yeah, about yeah, it when yeah. South do it because it's such a famous old working class club. Yeah, even in the sheds, you stay on Fox Sports after the game, and the, the mm. players stood there in the game, you know, arm in arm, you know, after the game, and that they did a tremendous job, and they also played tough footy as well. And that game again last night was just a follow up to the most magnificent start. Mm. I've ever seen to a rugby league season and you know we can talk about controversy in that game we can talk about the forward pass that denied uh, Tom Turbo a try but you know following on from the Brisbane derby the night before it's the the game is just in sensational shape it really is mm. what, what do you put it down to Buzz I know we're only not quite through the fourth round of the 2023 season but it looks like the competition at the moment seems almost closer than ever. What, what do you put it down to, Buzz? Well, Ray, look, I was a little bit critical two years ago after COVID when the NRL rushed in all these rule changes and particularly the head-high mm. uh, tackle crackdown in, um, in Magic Round in Brisbane, um, in that clubs didn't have an off-season to adjust to all these new rules, but it's now two years down the track. We've had a couple of full off-seasons and coaches uh, uh, have grasped the new rules better. Players have. And the fitness level of footballers in the humidity, just not in New South Wales, but in those hot Queensland games and the fatigue they're coping with. And I think that's the reason, mate. I mm. think fans, too, have settled into the new rules. I think, Dog, you've been the harshest critic of the bunker in recent years. I follow you on social media. 
But I think the bunker has just about learnt its place in the game now as well, and they're not overly interrupting football games. They're not rushing back to incidents that all that often that might have happened 30 seconds prior. That the games are flowing, the games are competitive. You, mate, I can't make a cup of tea. Do you want to go in the footy now? Yeah, it's certainly it, at breakneck speed, isn't it, Buzz? Did you agree with that though? With yeah, yeah, into yeah. These no, new rules? To, to be fair, you are spot on. On, a, you know, I'm not a great fan of the, the bunker. I think they stick their nose in far too often. But as you say, I think Buzz, backed off, they have off. backed off. And mm. and and you know what? Look at the standard of footy we're getting because they have it's backed outstanding. off. Outstanding, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, Buzz, what about uh, Joseph Su'ali'i going? That's one story. But there's another story in your column today um, saying that the Roosters might look at firing back at Rugby Union. Take us inside that story. Well, look, I've spoken to Nick Politis about this. The most exciting young rugby league, rugby union player right now is a boy, Max Jorgensen. He's 18 years of age. He's... Debuted this year for the Waratahs, scored two tries in his first game. Now, he was in the Roosters' pathway system, but at the end of the day, he decided to jump ship and because uh, he played a lot of schoolboy rugby. Well, Jorgensen wants to play fullback. The problem rugby now has is that, I'm told, Sualihi has been guaranteed fullback on top of his $1.5, $1.6 million. So the Roosters are going to go back to Jorgensen's camp. He is under contract until... The end of 2024, the same which coincides with the Swalee um, exchange to Rugby Union. So they're going to have another whack at Max. Um, and that's Peter's son, isn't it, mm. Buzz? Yeah, yeah, it is. Who's an old Jeez, rooster. Good... Yeah, look, I spoke to one player manager last week who suggested to me that Max Jorgensen was a better player than Joseph. Now, I would find that hard to believe, but he told me that genuinely. He's really, really exciting. And you know what? I think the Roosters' have pride's been dented. and They don't lose players. They want to keep. They've had so many champions over the years who have played out their careers at the club. And, um, yeah, look, I, I, speaking of revenge, I, I think it could be on the cards here. Mm. Uh, hey, Buzz, in your column today in the Sunday till rough, the What's the Buzz column, you're hinting, hinting that the Gallon versus Sonny Bill fight might actually happen. Yeah, um, it's a fight we've waited years mm. and years to see. They are serious rivals. I don't think they particularly like each other. But for one reason or another, this fight has never happened. Now, Paul Gallen clearly said in November last year when he knocked out Justin Hodges that it was all over, about to turn 42, he'd had enough. And to be brutally honest with you, I worry about Paul Gallen continuing to fight. He played 350 NRL games, 348 or whatever it was. And he was a war horse and he put his head into situations where no other player would. He's had 18 fights. Now, it's not just the fights, mm. it's all the sparring. And I don't know if I want to see him fight again, but you know what? This would be by far the biggest payday of his career. He'd get a check the size of what of which would have taken four years to earn in rugby league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sonny Bill desperately wants the fight. There's a contract sitting there with Coda NASA. It's now just up to Gal to decide, will he sign it? Will he take that last big paycheck? Buzz, Do you want the same fight still, dog? No, or? I don't, mate. I, I don't. And yeah. I really love Gal, and I, I get on really well with Gal. I, you know, I wouldn't say yeah. we're close mates, but I regard him as a, a, a friend, in inverted commas. 
But I think there's been some signs in recent years that Gal's done everything in sport, Buzz. He was a exactly. legend in rugby league. He became a champion in boxing. But I think at 42, yeah, yeah it's, it's not- time to go and, and, and bounce his kids on his knee and, and make sure he's he grows yeah. old with you know his faculties. Let's put it that way. Yeah, you know there's a commercial side to this, of course. Both of them work for Channel 9 on, and the Stan platform in Rugby League and Rugby Union. Now, Stan needs content. So Stan needs to put on big boxing shows. Mm. And there's talk about they'll, they'll cover the next George Cambosis world title fight for the IBO uh, title. But this fight, too, would break records, I would suggest, for subscriptions, these two Huge names uh, got stuck into the uh, ring for a heavyweight fight. But let's hope, Buzz, you know, they don't push and prod Gal. I mean, are they thinking about his health or, or, or ratings? Well, yeah, no, true, true. What did you make no, of the really... GWS crowd last week, Buzz? You had a piece in your column today saying they announced a crowd of 7012 and then they yeah. amended it to 8169. But, gee, I looked in the grandstands out there at Olympic Park <laughs> last week and I, I couldn't get to seven. I believe it. Two minutes before I came on air, I got a text message from Tony Shepard, who is the chairman and highly respected chairman of the GWS Giants, sort of half blowing up. He said he insists they sold 12,000 tickets, and the fact it was 37 degrees. It was hot. Um, yeah, uh, kept a lot of people away, and you know, that. You know, I will reply to that text and say it didn't stop Belmore Sports Ground selling out for that Bulldogs-West Tigers match on the same day. And I'm not suggesting they're fudging their crowds, but, look, I don't know where they were when that photo was taken. (laughs) I think that's accusing them of fudging, Buzz, to be honest. Sorry? I think that might be accusing them of fudging. Well, in a roundabout way, Dean. (laughs) There's no nice way of saying it. No. But, But, look... It's an interesting story, the GWS Giants. I've talked to a couple of mates in Melbourne about it, very closely aligned with the AFL. And this franchise, the AFL have spent $360 million on propping them up, and um, this is without New South Wales government support, over, what, a long period of time. And I'm not sure if they're ever going to be an identity, an AFL sporting major identity in this city, particularly while the Swans have got uh, much the bigger audience. Mm. Hey, Buzz, just changing pace, another piece in your column today. Really interested in your thoughts. You've um, spoken to David Lord, an old broadcasting legend, and he quite rightly points out that when we talk about um, immortals, Kenny Irvine's name never comes up. I think a lot of people want to see Ron no. Coote included. I think a lot of people would like to see Kenny Irvine included. No, you're right. Hasn't it opened a can yeah. of worms, this uh, latest debate? You guys remember David Law, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, great old fella. Jesus, mm. doing it tough, though. He's fighting cancer and going to try and get out to visit him this week. He's a great old mate. Mm. And um, Look, he's a huge, massive Ken Irvine fan. And what players from 50, 60 years ago are still holding try-scoring records. Yeah. He, he does. And, and that was with a Norse team that struggled too, Buzz. It makes it even yeah. more meritorious. Yeah, yeah, and, and before he went across Good to Manly. Manly correct. Mm. And look, I don't know how much time Paul David's got to go, but he, look, he, he spoke really passionate. He was very, very emotional. He said he wants to keep fighting on Ken's behalf. He wants it to happen before he dies. It was a lovely statement to make from the bloke doing it so tough. And Look, we could pick apart all the immortals, couldn't we? I think Ronnie Coote should be there. Mm. I think Ken Irvine's got a great case. I think Brett Kenny has too. And yeah. 
You know, Steve Rogers, we could, you know what, Ray, we could fill you entire three hours Correct. with an immortals debate. And, yeah. But it's good that we're still talking about it and it shows because it is the most exclusive club, not just in rugby league, but mm. up there with the most exclusive in any sport in Australia. If there was immortals for sports journalism, Buzz, do you think you'd be in there? Um, I don't know, Bulldog. Are you kidding or what? No, Where's I'm, I'm interested to know whether you think you should be in there because I mean, I I would vote for you to be in a, a that's an a, NRL that's a journal that's immortal. It's a, a different question. Would anyone listen to you? Well, I'm just saying, I, I think you should be an immortal. Well, can I be brutally honest? I don't know if my name deserves to be alongside at this stage the great and one and only Peter Chippy Falingos, E.E. Christensen, Morty. There's some legends e. E. out there. Christensen, Bill Morty. Alan Clarkson. Rothfield. Hey, Buzz, you're too, you're too humble. Hey, Buzz, you're too humble. Before that, you go, Buzz, a couple of things. Our talk topic today was childhood sporting heroes. Did you have one, Buzz? Well, mine was Johnny Raper. Yeah. Ah, Chuck. The first jersey I ever wore was number eight St. George. Wow. And I wore it for years and years and years until the number peeled off the back, number eight, which Lockford was in those yep. days. He was my... Childhood hero, the great chalk. Yeah, what a player. Great Johnny Raper. And a few people have SMSed Johnny Raper as a nomination as well. Hey, Buzz, three games to complete round yeah, four three, this eh? year's NRL. It's going to be good this afternoon. The first one's Warriors, Bulldogs, then Newcastle, Canberra, St. George, Illawarra, Cronulla. Your tips? Well, you who would have thought at the beginning of the year that this Warriors-Bulldogs game would attract so much mm. interest. We're talking about, what, two bottom four sides last year? And, yeah. But a new coach who's turned them into a, a, a reasonable Football outfit and Cameron Serrado's picked up his last two games. I'm tipping the Warriors at home, um, but only because of the home ground advantage. Knights Raiders, I've tipped the Knights at home in Newcastle. I think they're playing solid. I know Canberra won last week, but I just like Newcastle wherever they play at home against middle-of-the-road teams. And I regard the Raiders at this stage as a middle-of-the-road team. Dragons, Sharks. Mm. Tipping the Sharks, Nico Hines back, that's the main reason, but if the Dragons played like they do, did, for 70 minutes against Brisbane last week, they're going to be awfully hard to beat. I love the local derby. It'll be a great game, but the Sharks will win a tight one. Yeah, um, Nico Hines a big in for the Sharks. Thanks so much, Buzz. We'll talk next week. See you, boys. Go the Immortal.